At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Shoo the Dough podcast is recorded in front of a live internet audience. It's time to do the show. I mean, shoo the dough with Aaron and Danae. Streaming on Mixler every Tuesday afternoon or available to download later in your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Time for the show to begin, so let's listen in. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, here's Aaron and Danae. Ah! Welcome to the latest episode of Shoot the Dough. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, it's good to be back. Uh, trying to get into the swing, the rhythm of every Tuesday, you know, doing the live show and then getting it out on the podcast as well. So, If you listen during the live recording of this, mm-hmm. you'll know that we're interrupted sometimes because Baby Girl joins us in Studio DNA now. Baby Girl, not Danae's nickname for herself. No. No, I have a child. <laughs> the child is female. <laughs> Oh, man. I am. Can I just be like gut level on? I mean, I'm not going to go into depth, but like I'm dealing with a serious thing in my life right now. Kind of happened right before we went on the show. And that you just had the bomb dropped. Yeah. On you big old bomb got dropped in my life. How are you OK to do the show? Because. Yeah, I actually thought we might have to postpone today. I'm I'm OK. Like, you know, when that kind of stuff happens, I re- I have to find it. Like, I need some time. Right. Like I took some time. You know, I, I got away from the studio just for you know a second before we started the show. And just kind of processed through some stuff. I find I have to, like, I have to put it in its place. I have to find where it belongs. The dro- I, the the serious. Yeah, whatever the, news. the whatever the thing is, whatever right. that's happened, and I have to. I don't have to understand it to move on from it. Right. Right. You like, don't, yeah. I think like there's a like the show must go on. It's kind of an entertainment phrase, and I guess specifically we're actually literally dealing with that right now. But that's a life thing too, right? Like you just have to continue. It's a choice. It's a choice to move on to the next thing, put it where it goes, deal with it how you have to deal with it. But I don't have there's nothing I can do about it right now. You can't you can't handle the depth of the bigness that it's just been dropped in your lap, right? You just have to kind of go. This is this problem is still going to be here later, right? So I'm just going to address it later. Yep. Your issue that you've got going on. Way more serious than the one that I was going to talk about today. Well, go ahead, go for it. Which is that my clash of clan, my my clan royale, my clash royale clan, I uh-huh. should say. Um, they were having a problem with leadership, and then maybe yes. the new leader. <laughs> That's a problem. Which is super cool, but it was a problem for a little bit, and then there was a resolution. Now talking about that makes me seem really bad because <laughs> you have like a genuine life thing going on, and I'm like, there's drama in my clash royale clan. Yeah, I guess I should specify like nobody's nobody's seriously injured or hurt. Like you know, like it's not a health thing, but it is a very big thing will, that will impact you know a Everything. lot of my life, yeah. a lot of what goes on. So he has um, a third arm growing out of the back of his. It's really strange. <laughs> I have no idea when it started because it's behind me. 
You know, and I didn't, and it just got feeling. See, that's the thing. It's been growing for a while and I didn't even know it. I was like, why are my shirts fitting really weird? I thought you were just doing a backpack thing underneath yeah, your clothes. Yeah. And then, then today it got like feel like it started moving on its own. So creepy. So I'm trying to figure out how to have my brain control it. That's the big, the big process the big right news. now. The big, the big bomb is like this third arm. I've got to figure out how to control it myself because I don't want a third arm that's independent from me. Likely happened because you use the microwave too much. <laughs> just going to say that. Yes. Yes, I'm sure it has a lot to do with microwaving. Okay, genuine question. We're going to be playing Would You Rather later on the show yeah. today. But one right now. Would you rather have a third arm growing out of your back <laughs> or be dealing with your real life issue? <laughs> I'll take the third arm. I actually can see some real positives. <laughs> you can scratch your own back, man. I was thinking of wiping. Oh, <laughs> like, I was thinking, like, There we go. It's really easy <laughs> at that point. Oh, uh, uh, goodness. <laughs> Uh, you ready to shoot a dough? I'm ready. All right. We're going to, like you said, play some Would You Rather for our game today. Should be a blast. Uh, but first, we take a gander around the universe. Well, actually, probably just this planet, because that's where there is news, and we can peruse the news. Take that, third arm. Take that, Mr. Mutation. Take that bad news right before the show started. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Punch you right in the face. Uh, why don't you kick us off, Danae? What's your first one? Well, we're not going to talk about Kermit, because we did that in our um, private show. A our, private show? A patron-only secret show that we Yeah, done. we talked about the Kermit news in our patron pre-show. Uh, if you're listening on podcast and you want to hear the patron pre-shows, pretty easy. Just uh, support us at Patreon. So I'm working on decluttering my life right now, mm-hmm. and I found this article that I thought was really interesting, so I wanted to share it with you. The title is The Life-Changing Science of Photographing Your Clutter. Mm. So basically, this is on CNN's health website, but they have done kind of a series of experiments, social experiments, and um, they had people identify items that they own that they don't want to get rid of because it gives them like a positive feeling. Sure. There's a, and it's always... Because or seems to always be because there's a memory attached to that item, and that's why they have a hard time getting rid of it. So something is a, really important about that item. So they can't get rid of it because when they get rid of it, they feel like they're getting rid of the memory. Exactly. Yeah. So then the experiment became: well, if you take a photograph of it, does that change your memory? Yeah. Does it help you hold the memory even though you don't have the physical object? Some people chose to do photography. Some people chose to do a video, and some people chose to do like a like a written list. Mm-hmm. And so each of them kind of responded, and then they were able to like thirty five percent of the time or something like that when they uh, donated the item or got rid of the item, their memory stayed intact, and they were having a positive experience. Hmm. The interesting thing is that they distinguish between an item that you like and clutter. So to me, it's like all the same thing, but okay. really it's not. There are some, there are some things that I can just easily get rid of. That's like more clutter, I guess. Right. So they try to do the same thing with clutter. Do you want to take a photograph of it? Do you of clutter? Yeah, to just to get rid of it better. Or, okay. And they said, can you know try to sell an item, and that people were having the hardest time putting all of these different, you know, it was it wait was, with clutter. With clutter, yeah. That means nothing. Yeah, and that was the whole thing is recognizing you have to decide what means something to you and it is like an item that means something that's precious to you versus this is, I don't care if I take a picture of this, this is just clutter. So oh, so taking, kind of, the, taking the picture was allowing them to differentiate between what was important and what wasn't. 
I feel like that's what the article was saying. Okay. I may have misinterpreted it a little bit because I'm trying, like I said, to learn something mm-hmm. about myself yeah. too. Yeah. I really want to get to this minimalistic living style so that I don't pass on certain things to this child that I just had. <laughs> so we'll here's, see. Here's a pile of opened envelopes yeah. that came in the mail. Yeah. Is this clutter or is this a memory? It's a memory of clutter. <laughs> How does that work? It's my, trash. My That's psychosis goes deeper. I'm like, do I burn it? Do I recycle it? Do I just pitch it? Like, I have such a problem. No, Danae, you don't burn it. You don't out. burn anything. <laughs> we've <laughs> we've learned this lesson. I saw your snaps. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You don't. You uh, do not burn stuff. I. We should share that story sometime. Yeah, Maybe we should just share. Here, it real I'll quickly share it right, right now. Danae decided to burn stuff, and it went very, very wrong. I forgot how fireworks. <laughs> I really, really had a bad experience. You tried to burn a stack of paper mm-hmm. while it was still a stack of paper. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't remember that oxygen is a really important component of, <laughs> of fire being able to burn instead of smolder. And then you used the so. plastic utensil to try to stir it. <laughs> That's all I had. It was very dramatic. It took a really long time. And I did it in like 90 degree weather on a wooden porch. Yeah. It was, so. it was not a good day. Not a good day. You ready for my first one? Ready. Speaking of clutter, kids' toys, um, the, the kids' toys, like, just as a side, this has nothing to do with what I'm about to say for Peruse the News. Kids' toys are the biggest clutter item I've ever experienced in my life because everybody gets your kids' toys for birthdays, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. I will never forget the week my family uh, went uh, away to do something and I couldn't go because I had to stay in work. And I took to the the trash, to the dump. I took two entire large garbage cans, like garbage, you know, like the The kind you take to the street, full of kids' toys to the dump, just because it was like, it's just clutter. They're never going to use them again. But even more so, if I remember the story correctly, because I think we talked about this on the radio one day, they didn't even realize that you did it. No. No. They never realized that they were gone. Never missed them. I really hope that I can do that someday, but I would donate them instead of toss them. That's what I would try well, to do. Well, you know, somebody can find them in the dump if they really want <laughs> <laughs> But you're right. It's crazy how many toys are out there. I also have an article that I'm reading about trying to get people not to buy toys. So we'll yeah. see how it goes. But anyways, what's your article? Uh, it says It's talking about smart toys, actually. Think twice about children's smart toys. How to protect children's online privacy. My dad mentioned something about like a Teddy Ruxpin spying. Like people mm-hmm. will hack and then talk to your kids while they sleep. <laughs> yeah. Is that real? It can, toys that are connected to the, if it is real, it's a very rare instance. That's so but scary. But it's possible. That's the thing. These toys that are connected, you know, to your Wi-Fi, to whatever, that have functions, they are connected then to what we like to call the internet, <laughs> which means there is an in and an out. Like, you know, right. people can access the internet. Now, that doesn't usually happen. It does take a level of hacking ability to be, you know, be able to do that kind of stuff. Which, like, 12-year-olds can hack. Well, some of them can, yes. Smart, some of smart us, 12-year-olds. Some of us just can't hack it at all, so... <laughs> Um, But it just has to be careful about toys that you buy for your kids that are connected for security reasons. When my dad said that, I kind of did a little searching. It Mm -hmm. has happened before. It was like a kid was trying to prove, I think, that the the Teddy Ruxpin could speak. Yeah. But then I was like, I don't even know if I'm reading anything real anymore because I'm on the internet reading it. So it's just confusing stuff. But it is true. Did you hear it from a Teddy Ruxpin? I heard it from my dad. Okay. Is your dad a Teddy Ruxpin? In disguise. (laughs) 
<laughs> scary. What if you found out your dad was an android? Oh. And he was a connected I would person. still love him so much. <laughs> Speaking of androids, my next one is from BBC. Um, actually, it's multiple sources, but this robot drowned in a f- fountain mishap. I saw that picture. Okay, so here's the thing. The robot was created to try to keep the mall that it patrolled safe, mm-hmm. and instead it fell into a gigantic fountain and then drowned. <laughs> so the picture is of human beings trying to rescue this gigantic robot, which kind of looks like a space shuttle looking thing. Can it's we just be honest? Strange. Can we just be honest? It committed suicide. That's what, this, did, that's what people are joking. <laughs> that's what they're joking about, which suicide is no joke, just so that you know. True. <laughs> but there's uh, other reports of this particular kind of robot called a night scope that last year um, a toddler was run over by one because it didn't see it. So it just like went over it. So that's not good. I'm just thinking maybe we have a little bit more to do <laughs> in the area of robotics cybernetics well we have more to do as human beings too because the other night scope one that made the news was because a california man uh was arrested after attacking it and he attacked it because he quote wanted to test it to see if it would like actually protect them all <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know you're a security robot secure <laughs> this yeah see if you get this on film <laughs> i mean he was arrested so obviously he was, it worked it worked the robot worked <laughs> Although, you could have just replaced it with a camera. That's all you needed. <laughs> What's your next one? Uh, for my next one, um, doctors find 27 contact lenses in woman's eye. This is amazing. I didn't believe this when I read this. So, uh, it's true, 60, though. Yeah, 65-year-old woman uh, went in for cataract surgery because she was dealing with eye issues. As they're getting ready to numb her eye for the surgery, they find... 27 contact lenses stacked in her <laughs> eye. Apparently, there was a whole bunch of them, like 17 on a stack. Mm-hmm. And then they found the other 10 just float, like kind of like off in on the, the white part. And I've had behind. contacts get into the corner of my eye. It is not a pleasant experience. Have you ever had a contact roll back, like go up and then back into your eye? Whoa. What? I had one do no. that. No. Oh, it was awful. No. It, it cannot. It's terrible. You can't get through there. <laughs> Do you think there's like a gate up there? Yes. The body. Are you telling me? Like if I had the like if I had the pain tolerance, I could slide things behind my eye. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I've had a contact roll up Wait, back whoa, in whoa, there. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, I've whoa, actually whoa. had no. a contact get no. suction cupped to that part of my eye. The it was back of your eye. Painful. It was horrible. Yes. It this, was awful. I don't believe you. Well, this is possible. It, it happened to me. Apparently, so did they, they have to do surgery. No, man. I just I had to like. Uh, well, it could have been in the down. back of your eye. I had to then. look down like this. No, it was like the upper part, like headed towards the back, kind of a feeling. Well, because we okay. have the big optic nerve. I feel that comes better now. The yeah, it was. It was on the top, the top okay. part. It was under your eyelid. Yeah, under my eyelid. Okay, well, that's different <laughs> than sliding behind your eye. <laughs> <laughs> it's sliding behind the visible part of the eye, is what I mean. I have a contact <laughs> stuck in my eyelid. It's a little different than one went to my brain through my ocular socket. Oh, it's so painful. I have no idea how this woman did not realize that she had stacked so many and then also had free floaters. I free floaters. I, I really feel like she must not have realized she was supposed to take them out. Like she was just putting 
you know. But then your vision gets worse and worse. Well, she, she was 65 and she thought she had cataracts, you know? 55, 65 is not that old. No. My grandmother turns 87. No, every 87. day it seems less old, I promise like, you. <laughs> yeah, right? You, yeah. Surely you would know I will better. be there. I don't know. I would think so, but. I liked how if afterwards she quoted, like, that her eye felt better. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> of course your eyes are I'm feel feeling better. less. I think she said, I'm feeling less discomfort. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think she just didn't want to complain about I'm it? I'm also seeing so much more clearly. Was she driving? That's I, the other part that kind yeah. of blows my mind. It's like, I'm, I mean, maybe she thought she was, you know how in video games, you know, you get a plus one. Like maybe she thought every contact you put in was like another, you know, magnifier for her eyesight. So, you know, after 27, she'd be seeing supremely well. Like an eagle? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Eagle eyes? Yeah, plus one. When in actuality... And how does someone Plus one notice? vision. First of all, Aaron, I want to believe that if you walk in the door with 27 contacts stacked on top of yourself, that I'd be like, there's something going on with your eyeball. It stacked on top out. of myself? <laughs> of itself. <laughs> like I'm balancing contacts on my head. It would look like that. And yeah. I'd be able to say, there's something going on You would on think so. They're pretty eye. thin, though. They're pretty thin. You don't think I would be able to see that? You want, you want to test it? Yes, I do. Do you I've, have? I've got a, I've got like two months supply. So one eight hundred contacts. <laughs> We're gonna do an experiment. Oh, all right. So my last one is this uh, story that you don't think is real, Aaron. Uh, this I don't. Is about a woman that destroyed two hundred thousand dollars worth of art. Oh yeah, you showed me this video. There's a video, and um, this happened in Los Angeles at the Fourteenth Factory, and it's at Simon Birch. Uh, oh, it's by Simon Birch. So earlier this month, a woman took a picture of herself, and while she was taking a selfie, she fell kind of backwards into. How would you describe these? Well, they're just stands. They're stands. for this art, but they are they they're are stacked really close together. They're stacked like dominoes. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened. She tipped back into one, and then just like dominoes, boop 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 boop. It's boop, like boop, that boop, silliness boop. you see when uh, all the bookshelves like knock knock each other over in a movie, and it's like first that nobody would. You don't think it's real. Like that. I don't listen. It could be real. If it is real, they're idiots for building the room like that. Look how congested that room is. Yeah. And look how it, I mean, they are asking for it to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Somebody falls off balance and and it knocks the entire row over. And that's like, exactly what happened. That's I, it just feels too set up for me. If I if it was my art and it was worth that much, mm-hmm. I would definitely be far more concerned about the spacing right? of the displays. And nothing is nothing is protected. Nothing is like glued on. No, nope. not, not that they would glue stuff on. <laughs> it's <laughs> but, you know, it's not secured. <laughs> you get the super glue. I got this three thousand year old artifact. I need to keep on this pedestal. I just use spit. <laughs> wow! Just just punch your microphone there. I, I did that. Uh, so I don't. It just seems fake to me. It, it, if it's, it seems like a publicity stunt. Well, for like the museum, but it's or just something. breaking a month after the display. I don't so know. I don't think that's a display. I think if it was a publicity stunt, it would have happened so that everyone could go and see the aftermath of it, yeah. or they would walk in and it would still be on the floor, and they'd be like, "This is real art. This I don't is know, life. Man. I, I don't know. It is messy and broken." It, again, it's either some sort of fakeness or it's some sort of idiocy. Either way, it's a reminder. Be very <laughs> careful around art. It just sums up our culture, doesn't it? It's either some sort of fakeness or some sort of idiocy. It's yeah. just kind of what we see in the news every day. I'm in the I'm in the idiot side. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all in 
both sides, unfortunately, every once in a while. If we're honest with ourselves. All right, my final one. Google Glass is officially back doing something it doesn't suck at. I Okay, you have a pair of Google Glass. I do, still do. Yeah, do yeah. you still use them? Uh, I put them on recently. How did it go? It was fine. I, I really remembered the things I liked about them, which was heads-up display, always having you know stuff, being able to take pictures and video instantly. Just by you winking know, like yeah. an awkward man. <laughs> That's right. Hey, hey, would you stand still for me? Why wink. are Why are you wink. winking at the St. Louis Arch? <laughs> it makes no sense. Um, but I liked that part of it. But it's just it's so awkward to wear them because they are so obvious. And um, you want to so be able to wink, take pictures with without being obvious. I don't want to be <laughs> conspicuous, and not because I want to take you know creepy stealth pictures. pictures. <laughs> Good. Because I because it always becomes the topic of conversation. Like it it can't just be like we all have cell phones, right? So when somebody uses their cell phone to take a picture, their people aren't. Like, oh, what is that? That's interesting. I've never seen that. Like it's just it's just yeah. very conspicuous, and and you don't like having random conversations with random people. I really people. don't. I really don't. As an as a tall introvert. <laughs> Who already sticks out? Yeah, yeah. You, it's just drawing even more attention to yourself. So, so, what is what are they doing with the Google Glass now? Then they've brought it back. Actually, they updated the software for Google Glass about a month ago, and I was like, "Whoa, that hasn't happened in like two years." Uh, and then I, it turns out it's because they're bringing it back to use for enterprises, for businesses who can use that technology to really increase what they're doing. So, hands-free businesses like. A medicine is a big one where you have to have access to information while you're looking at something and still be hands free. Oh, or you know, like a surgeon? Yeah, like a surgeon, those kind of things. So they've improved a lot of the technical aspects. So it okay. takes uh, like higher resolution pictures. Um, the screen's actually a little bit bigger. Like the visual screen that you see in front of you uh, is actually a little bit bigger. So mm. yeah, so they're using it for more. Things that where it works really well, whereas in real life it doesn't necessarily work real. Because the person you're operating on, they don't really care if you're wearing Google Glass or not. They just want to make sure their spleen's in the right place. And Google Glass will help you do that That's by right. doing a display over the body and reminding you what side of the body the spleen's on. <laughs> so right. if you forget... <laughs> I think that should just be their marketing. Google Glass, keeping your spleen in the correct place. <laughs> and they can explain it. I agree. Before we head on to uh, Would You Rather... For today, we've got a lot to talk about, specifically with the Studio DNA Podcast Network. A lot of things going on. Uh, tomorrow, we're actually launching New Music Digest again uh, because of the support on Patreon. So thank you for doing that. Uh, that's kind of how the, the podcast network works is people support it and the new podcasts get added. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, we're excited about that. Uh, also, next month, excited about a special fundraising month that we're thinking about doing, or that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we'll give you more details on that. But we have decided for the month of August, and we plan on doing this every year, uh, every dollar that comes in to Studio DNA through monthly support. So every dollar for that month will go toward uh, towards a good cause. So it goes we're excited. right back out the door. Yeah. It comes in. And then we say goodbye to it and it goes out because we really do want to come alongside other people, other organizations that are making really positive impact. Mm -hmm. And we've done this in the past. And so we're going to kind of bring that back while also kind of matching it up with doing a month of fundraising. So that means if you've thought about supporting the Studio DNA podcast network, either because you like Sif Pop podcast or you like the dough or you like all the things that we do. Um, even if it's just a one-time gift, like you go ahead and sign up on Patreon right. for a hundred dollars or whatever, 
then that's going to go right back out to support. Um, and we'll talk more about like that. The goal. Where it's gonna we'll go. talk about the goal, where it's going to go, yep. all that as we get closer uh, to August. But yeah, you can do, you know, you can raise your monthly pledge to $50 a month just for that month mm-hmm. and know that all of that is going to help, you know, whatever. Or you can start, you know, maybe you've never given before and you want to start giving and then that'll go towards, you know, whatever it's going towards. And We're going to be writing more about that on Patreon. And of course, you're going to be hearing about it in the podcast that are here on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Uh, one of the questions that will come up oftentimes is a one-time donation. And basically, we'll just say, go ahead and sign up for one month and then right. take your account Incre- back down. Yeah, increase your pledge for one month and then take it back down the next month. That'll Correct. be the easiest way for us to kind of keep track of everything that comes in for Patreon uh, through patreon.com slash studio DNA. And of course, if you have any questions about this, you can write to us and we'll give you our email and everything at the end of the show. Also, big thank you in the last week. Uh, Sean pledged $5 a month. Thank you, Sean. Thanks, Sean. And Foster pledged three dollars a month Thanks. to the Studio DNA Podcast <gasps> Network. It's so, so exciting! Thank you for that. We appreciate and that. Ex- it's extremely humbling too. Yeah, that people like what we do enough for us to keep going, and we have more ideas and all kinds of fun things planned. So, thank you guys so much for your support. If you're interested, it's Patreon.com/slash/Studio DNA. And now for a game of Would You Rather? Would you rather finish the podcast now? Or play a game of Would You Rather. Play a game of Would You Rather. Do you agree, Aaron? We can move on then. That is how this uh, Shoot the Dough version of Would You Rather happens. We each pick five Would You Rather questions, send them to each other, and then we have to agree on the answer before we get to move on. If we agree, you will hear this. If we disagree, you will hear this. I'll start us off today. You ready? All right, I'm ready. Would you rather have labor pains? Oh, no. Or dry heaves? <laughs> I feel like maybe I picked this one for a reason. What? <laughs> I've you've, had both. You've had dry heaves lately? Aaron, you've never actually experienced the labor pains, but you probably I, have yeah. experienced yeah, dry no, heaves. Yeah, no, that's easy for me. Mine's the devil I know. I'll go with the dry heaves. Yeah. Is Let's that correct? Labor pains. <laughs> Just kidding. Dry heaves. Why is that even a question? Yeah, I don't think that's hard. I no. don't think that's a difficult one. No, although it is true that afterwards, you just kind of forget about it. Have you forgotten about your labor pains? Yeah. I thought you said you weren't going to forget about your labor pains. I was really trying not to. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I knew I had said that, and so I was trying, but it was almost instant. It was like, I can't remember what that felt like anymore. And probably for, <laughs> for a good reason. It, yeah, there's a reason for it that. It hurt. It hurt. <laughs> All right, my first would you rather, would you rather, now I'm going to start, you know, we haven't done this in a while, so I'm going to start easy. Would you rather be a cat or be a dog? A dog? Wait, wow, I didn't think I was going to, like... Okay, so tell me your thought process as you're going through this. Okay, so a dog eats its own poop. (laughs) But a cat... (laughs) Pukes up its own hairballs. Yeah. Which would you rather be? But I don't think cats eat their own stuff. Mm-hmm. They just do it, scratch on it, and then they go away. Yeah, they might. They, I don't think so. Yeah. I've never seen a cat eat its own stuff. Have you had cats? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I haven't, so I don't know. <laughs> I just assumed all animals. Cats also are like aloof, where yes. dogs are more like wanting to please. Right. So I'd be afraid that I would be a dog and then be with a family that wouldn't care about me or something. And I'd Whoa. be more affected by that. Whereas a cat dark. just doesn't care. A cat's just like, I rule no matter where I am. Okay. So I think I'm going to go with cat. 
Uh-oh. You gotta be a dog. Why? You can't be a cat. What? Why? I mean, what you said makes, I mean, there's some, there's some sense there. I totally understand the logic you're going with, right? Right. But I'd rather, be, I'd rather be the person that cares because I think that can lead to a better, like, owner pet relationship. Like, I feel like I'll have a better actual relationship with my owners as a dog. But as a cat, you own your owners. You don't really, though. Oh, yes. You just you do. don't care about them. No, you just go There's sit on different... their face until they wake up. <laughs> oh. This is attractive to oh, you. Hold on, hold on. As a cat, I could be declawed and have part of my hand removed, whereas <laughs> they don't do that with dogs. That's true. They don't often declaw dogs. They do sometimes chop dogs' ears off. And other things off, depending oh, on the well, gender. That's true no matter what. <laughs> that's happening no matter what. Yeah, there's some sort of surgery going on mm. either way. Do we get to pick the species? Like, or the, I mean, the um, breed? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So I get to choose what kind of a breed of cat and or dog I am? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what Does kind that of make dog? a difference? Yeah, of course. Okay. What kind of a dog would you be? Oh, I'd have to be like a St. Bernard. Really? Oh, yeah, like a big oh. fluffy one, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking St. Bernard, but then a pit bull. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'd be a pit bull. They're super smart. They are. Very they're intelligent. They're happy. Mm-hmm. You had a pit bull. I, they're amazing animals. Yeah. Of course, they're misunderstood. Mm-hmm. So maybe it would be worse to That's be That's why I wouldn't want to be a pit bull. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't want to be that. I'd want to be the kind that was rescued by a loving family. Okay. Like mine was. And got to sleep in bed all the time. <laughs> yeah. But then again, I had a St. Bernard, and they're super sweet. So let's go with St. Bernard as the option. Uh Uh-huh. And does that make you pick dog? Yeah. All right. We can move on. Uh, In the chat, uh, cats can't stick its nose out of a window. That is a negative. Cats, if they do that, they might fly out the window. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, mine's a little bit disturbing. Are you ready? Oh, good. We're already getting to the disturbing. Would you rather get poked in the eye with a stick or have your hand nibbled on by a cannibal? Poked in the eye with a stick. Or. Or. Have your hand chewed on Which, what's the word? by cannibal. Is it nibbled or chewed? Nibbled. Okay. That's different. <laughs> is it? It is. I guess it's a variation of chewed. Yeah, I would absolutely go with the cannibal. Because it's nibbling. Because mm-hmm, it's nibbling. <laughs> go ahead, nibble on my hand a little bit. it doesn't say eaten. No, he's not going to eat anything. Doesn't say chomped. Nope. Doesn't no say destroyed. No, no, just a little nibble. I'm with you then. Nibble, nibble. Because I was, I was genuinely concerned, and I was going to go with stick. In the eye? But you're See, right. Even if they, even if you <laughs> wanted to eat a finger, I think I might go with the can. Like I'm just saying, like getting a stick in the eye, that is that is not a good day. But is it better than? But if it's eaten by a cannibal, it's different. Yeah, but I, but you I still, think I still would probably choose that over the stick. In you the would eye. have your hand slowly eaten on by a cannibal. No, 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 like a finger, like maybe oh, the top okay. of my pinky or something. Just this general area right here. No further. You're hungry. Here's the tip of my pinky. (laughs) I wish you'd eat this cheeseburger, Uh, but you had to be a cannibal. What's yours next? What's your next one? Would you rather get twenty thousand dollars worth of jewelry Mm -hmm. or ten thousand dollars worth of electronics? Ooh, jewelry. Twenty thousand dollars worth of jewelry or ten thousand? You say jewelry? Oh yeah. 100%. 100%. It holds its value more than electronics. Electronics is kind of like a brand new car. You drive it off the lot and it's already See, old. I'm glad you went there. I, I was I was worried I was going to have to you know open the eyes on this one. But there's nothing it says about resale. Like no. immediately resell that 20 grand of jewelry and get 20 grand of electronics, you know? Oh, my If that's goodness. what you want. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's one thing you could do with it. Right? But I'm just thinking the gemstones. Mm-hmm. 
course, it didn't say what kind of jewelry, Aaron, either. What if it was $20,000 of like fake $20, plastic jewelry? That's a lot of fake plastic jewelry. I don't know if I would be in the game for resale, reselling that much plastic what fake jewelry. What if it was $20,000 but... of like two-year-old tiaras? I like... was going to say sucker rings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. We already said we would Here do are it. three giant warehouses full <laughs> of ring suckers. Congrats. Have fun with that. Uh, in all honesty, even though we've already agreed on this, mm-hmm. if the question was, which would you rather have and keep? Right. It's the electronics. Easy for me. It depends on what kind of jewelry like, wh- it was. I would nah. have to ask some questions. Yeah, why? Why? Like, I mean, electronics is practical. Jewelry is impractical. By definition, it's just adornment. Like, there's nothing practical about it. But it holds its value. So let's just say that it was a ring. But I'm saying resale re- doesn't matter. Resale, I'm saying if resale was not an issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It would be mm-hmm. the electronics, no matter. I'm for me, no matter what. Mm-hmm. But you, but you know me, like that stuff, like jewelry doesn't matter to me. Like it's not. Well, I don't wear a lot of jewelry either. Right. But I would be really popular this holiday <laughs> season for gift giving. Why is that? Because I'd probably give it away because I don't wear it. <laughs> so you would get twenty thousand dollars worth of jewelry so that you could give it away. Probably. As opposed to amazing televisions and. All that stuff goes so bad so fast, though. It really doesn't. It does when so. Did you, when did you... Why do you think that? I guess that's not entirely true. I did pull out my laptop that I got in 1999, uh-huh. and it still runs. <laughs> that's right. I should TVs bring it in. TVs were forever, too. I should bring that in for some of our friends. Laptop? To, to just be like, whoa, look at this artifact. <laughs> Is it like six inches thick? Yeah, it's super heavy. Yeah. I could totally use it as a weapon. <laughs> It's like a cube. It's like its own cannonball. Nice. Of electronic. All right, what do you got next? Would you rather skydive or hang glide? Ooh, I like this question. Um, We recently went to a, a restaurant called Hangar Cafe. Mm-hmm. It's nearby here in Miller, Missouri, if you're kind of in the Ozarks area. And there is a uh, guy, I guess, who was part of a farming community, like and instead of becoming a farmer, he learned how to um, fly an airplane for crop dusting. And so then he built a hangar for himself. And then he built several others. He got really popular. He flew around the country for a while. They turned one of the hangars into a cafe. And right beside it, they rented that hangar out to a skydive company. Yeah. And so they let people go up in the planes and they skydive down yep. and they land right in front of the hangar cafe. You have to eat your meal on the way down. No. Like that's the only way you're allowed. Not true. <laughs> but if you can, it's free. So we had burgers and deliciousness while watching people plummet 12,000 feet out of the sky. Yeah, that's so fun. It was pretty cool. So this would you rather question... Well, I've always wanted really to skydive. To I've always wanted to skydive. And that's different from hang gliding. But initially, I was thinking hang gliding sounds more fun because it's more sustained. Like the overall experience feels, uh, you know, like a more enjoyable experience, like really getting to view from that far up above and that kind of thing. Then I realized it doesn't have the one thing I'm most excited about Ooh, with let's skydiving. Take a moment. Okay. Let's think about this. Okay. What would Aaron be most excited about? Being kicked out of a plane. <laughs> no. That is one of the things that's different. That is different. Uh, but either way, you have to jump. I mean, you know. Pulling the chute? Nope. No. Nope. Ooh. It's really not that hard. Oh, okay. Free fall. Oh. Right. You don't get any free fall in hang gliding. That's true. And that's the part I'm most excited about skydiving is actually just like plummeting through the air. 
you know, towards the ground. Like, that sounds so amazing to me. So you're clearly going to go with skydiving. <laughs> yes, I go with skydiving. Skydive. I'll go with skydive, too. And you'll be interested to know... Wow, we're agreeing pretty quickly. While watching people plummet out of the sky, mm-hmm. the when the chute deployed, first of all, you could hear it on the ground. It made a really loud sound. It was very interesting. I'd never heard it before. Like, the the whole experience is really interesting yeah. to watch. But um, one of the guys that was coming down was doing tricks, and he came down much, much faster. Yeah. And the other person that was was falling out of the sky um, <laughs> took the long route, just real slowly, didn't do uh-huh. any tricks or anything. Yeah. And she took a really long time, and she just kind of soaked it all in. So you could still kind of get that experience. Yeah, you could, you could kind of parachute, but there, there is something that would be really cool about hang gliding. Yeah. Or staying on the ground. Well, and there's also, there's also hang gliding feels more like flying because you're horizontal, whereas parachuting, you're vertical. Mm. So, you know, there's, there's an interesting experience with hang gliding that would be wonderful. But I think, I think we picked, picked wisely. Hey, by the way, I, mine, I know yours don't. Mine have like percentages of other people have chosen. Did you want to hear those? No. Okay. Then we'll move on. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. Uh, $10,000 worth of electronics won 63% to 37%. 63% yeah, said so they mo- would choose electronics. Electronics over jewelry. Man. And uh, 63% again, exact same percentage, uh, chose being a dog over being a cat. Wow. So, just in case you want to. So we're in the we're in the majority. Yep. Would you rather? This one's a little bit closer. Would you rather talk like Yoda or breathe like Vader? Would you rather talk like Yoda? Yes. Or breathe like Vader. Vader went through some very serious injuries to be able to speak. Well, th- like it doesn't that? say you have to go through those injuries though. But you you're yeah. just dealing with an affect. You're either talking like Yoda. Talk like Yoda, you will. Yes. Or. Which do you think would be more annoying? That's what. That's kind of the question, right? Because you don't want to necessarily be annoying. To others, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. like. Right, yeah. I, I feel like talking in riddle type, because it's sort of high view that Yoda It's talks. just, it's not really riddles, just different syntax. But it feels but, like it. Yeah, okay. It feels very it's deep. It's a riddle because you have to figure out, oh, put these words at the beginning of the sentence instead of the end. That's right. Yeah. It's very special. It's like word special. math. It is. And I'm terrible <laughs> at math. But I'm pretty good so at Yoda So you're going with Yoda. Speak. You're going with Yoda? I would go with Yoda. Yeah, you would too? Yeah, we agree again. I, I think I, at first I was like, oh, that would completely ruin my ability to communicate if I had to talk like Yoda. At least if I talk, if I have to breathe like Vader, I can still communicate well. I just have this annoying like breathe thing. But I think the breathing would turn people off and intimidate them so much that it would make it pointless either way. I think so. we lose friends no matter what. <laughs> no matter which one we went with. I'm pretty sure people would stop talking to us. All right. What do you got? Um, oh, oh! by the way, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, 56%, so a little bit closer, uh, would talk like Yoda. So again, we're, Ooh, with, that's close, though. we're with the majority. Okay. Now, I know you do not drink coffee, so we're going to replace it with a hot beverage. Ooh. Okay. Would you drink a hot beverage in the middle of a scorching desert okay. or drink a Slurpee or something cold, cold yeah. in the middle of a snowstorm? <sighs> Hot beverage in a hot place, cold beverage in a cold place. Would you rather which one? Which one? Which one? Um, I would rather drink a hot beverage in a hot place, um, simply because I don't ever want to be in a cold place. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm I'm basing it more on where it is right. rather than the drink itself. Because I don't care. It doesn't bother me. So you'd rather drink something hot? In a hot, I'd rather be mm-hmm. in a hot place than a cold place. I would rather be in a 110 degree desert 
than to be in a negative, you know, 50 degree We're not in agreement. I think snowstorm. Mm. Why? Because, all right, I've thought about this. Okay. In in the cold, you're wearing layers and layers of clothing. Yes. Which makes you warm. But you're drinking something cold. No. In the desert, you basically can't wear anything and you're hot no matter what. Yeah. And you have to drink something hot. You're cold no matter what. Listen, you can put as many layers of clothing on as you want. In some situations, you're still going to be cold. No, you get to like layer up. This is what I've heard. This is people say they'd rather be in a cold place because you can put on as many clothes as you want. Yeah. Or you can only take off so many clothes. Yeah. See, here's the thing, though. It, it, it does need to kind of specify a little bit more of how long are you going to be there? How, you know, that kind of thing. But it just says to drink a hot beverage in a hot place. Obviously, step outside, this is step outside your air-conditioned environment. <laughs> no, it's a desert. Drink uh, your air-conditioned environment in the desert. And then it's also snowstorm. So it's desert or snowstorm. Yeah. But how long do you have to stay there? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's, Neither of those is really a big deal if you can just be out there for a few okay, minutes. Okay, here's the question. Is Arizona considered a desert? Yes. yes. Could you step outside and drink something? Yes. yes. And, there's a in, and there is air conditioning. Yeah. But a snowstorm, you can get lost and die. I've seen. <laughs> I've seen Everest. Now you're coming around. I'm going to go to the desert. Just think of Everest. Okay. That'll bring you back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My next one. Would you rather always get caught in traffic okay. or always have really bad internet? BDG. I think I choose I, I choose traffic for sure. You choose always getting caught in traffic. Yeah. For sure. Because the wonderful thing about traffic, and I'm glad you agree with me, Aaron, is that if you've got the internet, it's okay. <laughs> if you're always caught in traffic, you can just play podcasts. You can account for that for when you're like traveling. You can mm-hmm. adjust your leaving time and all yeah. that stuff. It just eventually We just depend on too much for internet. Or it internet wouldn't be annoying. Much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 83% of people agree with us. Really? Yeah. That's that. I think that's a fairly easy one at the end of the day. I mean, it's annoying. Also, considering but... I don't leave the house very much anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't affect me that much. Would you rather live in an ocean vessel for a year? Okay. One year in an ocean vessel. Or on a space station for a year? Ocean vessel for a year. Space station for a year? Yeah. This is horrible one for me. On yeah, both of them. I'm, I'm, boy, I'm, I know. I'm going to have to go with the space station for a year. Surprisingly, I think I will too. With the space station? Yeah. I'm so surprised we agree on that. There's no sharks in space, Aaron. <laughs> oh, I should have known that. <laughs> I should have known that. This is what's funny. You're, you're like, no sharks in space. I'm going there. I'm like, no Wi-Fi in the ocean. <laughs> I'm going to space. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I know they have internet at the space station. The ocean is also, like, it's so tumultuous. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't, you're just still. You're being tossed around, and I don't like being moved without permission. Plus, I've, I've been on a boat on the ocean. Right, like I've I've done I've had that experience, but for a year I've never. Well, I understand, but yeah. the, but as an added bonus to going to the space station, I'm having a new experience. Like I've never experienced zero G in that way. You know what I mean? Like hmm. like it's a whole new thing, and that seems like an adventure. Whereas being on the ocean just seems like a chore. You know, it seems like a pain. Yeah, I was once very terrified of space travel because I saw the movie when I was a kid, Space Camp. 
Okay, yeah. And the thought that I could accidentally be launched into space <laughs> was so terrifying to me. And <laughs> Did you like walk into every place and you're like, we're not a spaceship, are we? This isn't a spaceship, is it? And then the spaceship blew up also when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah, the Challenger. And so that combined with space camp was like, no, no, thank you. Not I'm happening. not interested. Not interested in that at all. Well, you're, you're what, five years younger than me? Something like yeah. four or five years younger than me. Maybe. So I was in fifth grade. So you were like in first grade or something when that happened. It was very. And horrible. you really remember it? We watched it live. No, I know we were too. But I was in fifth grade. I feel like I was, you know, old enough. Of course, most people, I guess, have memories from first grade. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of stuff before fifth or yeah, sixth grade. Yeah, it was so horrible. Yeah, it was. Because the big hoopla was about the teacher. Yeah, Christine so McAuliffe. Here is the teacher. She's gonna go and da 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 da. We're like, we love teachers. Yeah, she's gonna teach us from space. Oh, this is so exciting. Yeah, teacher. Why is <laughs> why is everything falling out of the sky? They very quickly turned the television off. It was yeah, awful. It was. Terrible. It was. I remember they made an announcement over the PA at our school. Mm-hmm. And they were like, because it was confusing, like what was going on, and in and so they they made an announcement of what had happened, and I just remember everybody just like being a mess. Yeah. Um. It was a very similar feeling to the day of 9-11 for mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Because you're watching it live, and it's very confusing. Yeah. And then there's an announcement made, everyone just go home and be with your family. Yeah. And you're like, stunned and just sort of roaming around, confused. Before our time, it was JFK assassination. You know, yeah. there's just those moments where things like that happen, and it's just, you know. Well, that took us to a interesting place. No, I'm sad. Yeah. Maybe my last uh, Would You Rather can, can bring us back up. All right. You ready for this one? I'm ready. I, I have one too. I don't know if I don't know if that's too, one too many. No, I think we. I went first, didn't I? I don't remember. No, I think I did. Okay. Would you rather only talk in third person, or never be able to call someone by name? Ooh. So you're only allowed. So Aaron is only allowed to talk in third person because that's just something Aaron has to do. Oh, that's so frustrating and annoying. <laughs> I really hope. That you choose the or other one. never be able to call this person across from me by name. So what would be interesting about this is our job is radio. Right. And so we literally introduce our show. You're listening to Shoe the Dough with Aaron and the other person. And I would have to say, <laughs> we're listening to Shoe the Dough with Danae and the guy in the t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> of course, what's funny about that is we are talking about ourselves in third person when we do that. It's true. <laughs> well, mm. What do you think? What would you do? I think I would choose not to call people by name. This is unbelievable. We, I can't believe we're agreeing. So, and here's why. I'm already really bad with names, so I feel like... Yes! Thank you! <laughs> I feel like it would be like a justification. It's an out, right? Because <laughs> forever my husband would be like, she just has a problem. She can't... <laughs> yeah. It's nothing personal. She had to make a choice. It's a brain injury. <laughs> She had to make a choice one day. <laughs> a wizard came to her one day and was like, listen, here are your two choices. I already also love describing people by the way that they look like mm-hmm. the one with the glasses, the person who had the really short haircut. dangerous, but yeah. But I like to try to find identifiers that are not um, controversial. Uh-huh. And I've done that for as long as I can remember. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if someone told me about that one time or... I just got really tired of people. So he's like, is, uh, what's that? is that guy's name Aaron? You're like, yeah, that giant pudgy guy. Yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> I don't do that. I'm like, the one that's like six the foot. The pasty skinned, you know. he's He drives a van. <laughs> his left eye's a little lower than his right eye. Have you ever noticed that? Right now, his <laughs> nails are really long. Kind of looks like Wolverine. <laughs> 
That's what I would do. He tried to stop biting his nails and it just went too far. <laughs> uh, by the way, we're in the minority on that. Really? 54% of people would only talk in third person. I just think that would be so annoying. Even beyond the excuse of not knowing people's names, which was the reason I picked mine, I think it would be so annoying to have to talk about yourself. You would sound like such a jerk. You know yeah. what I mean? Like oh, You yeah. just sound so full of yourself. Yeah. Aaron would sound so full of himself. Aaron would sound so full of Aaron's self. Oh, no, I couldn't handle it. <laughs> I couldn't. I could get away with my job with the mm-hmm. other one. Yeah. There's no way that I would be able to do the show without sounding horribly into yeah. myself. So yeah. if we ever forget your name in the future, just know it's just because we had to choose. We made a choice today, We made guys. a choice. And we unfortunately, we, we can't call anybody by name ever again. Nope. So we apologize. Sorry about that. The guy that has letters in his name. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that person whose name is made up of sounds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank you so much for shooting the dough with us today. This podcast is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network, and you can find out more about other live and later shows on the network by following the feed at Mixler.com slash Studio DNA. Huge thanks to Chris Tilly, who composed the Shoe the Dough theme, and of course, much love and gratitude as well to our Patreon supporters who give monthly to make this show and others on the network possible. Support starts at $3 a month, comes with some pretty fun perks. You can find out more at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Also, please subscribe, rate, and comment at your podcast player of preference, but especially iTunes, because that helps us out a lot. They can help promote the show for us, and it can boost our awareness. So leave a comment there, and anything else that you want to say, ideas for the show, questions, things like that, you can email us at feedback at shoethedough.com. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure and tell a friend. Uh, if they listen to podcasts, they can just search for Shoe the Dough. And if they don't, maybe teach them how. To search? It's to listen to podcasts. And people think it's intimidating. People, people don't. do. So, like, I'm just saying, if you like this show... Write a little chart, and that way, at any point in time, help if you've them got know a friend, how simple it is. you just show them the chart. No, it doesn't even need a chart. It's really easy. People just think it's hard. First, do you like a topic? Perhaps... Goat no, cheese. No, no, see, you're, no, you're not. T- the answer is yes. You're not telling them how to find a different podcast. You're telling oh. them how to listen to this podcast. Oh, let's give them some pointers. <laughs> find an app that works on their phone and then search for Shoe the Dough. Just take their phone. It's that simple. Just take the Subscribe phone. for them. Do it for them. We now return you to your regularly scheduled Shoe the Dough. Why would I, why would I make a sentence with the word reg- regularly considering you hate that word, i can't say that word you don't really did you hear it. me stumble over it like well, i it's, you, you've never been able to just say it regularly scheduled you can't regularly. say regularly regularly four syllables right regularly regularly how do you do that you just don't think about you're it. a wizard don't don't think about it try again go regularly <laughs> did i do it i didn't I think about it did i do it yeah man you nailed it did i no, Aaron. Nailed it. <laughs> At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, 
visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.